In a world where you need to have more than one episode for a card review, Born to be Wild splits it up. Stay tuned. Into two. <laughs> yes, let's do this. Are you ready for this? Alright, uh, starting out, Demon Hunter. First card is called Fell Rattler. This is a 3-mana three 3-2 three, beast with Rush. Death Rattle deal one damage to all enemy minions. As somebody who's been playing a lot of standard Death Rattle Demon Hunter lately, I kind of like this, especially with the inclusion of Nazoth, because this is a beast. Um, it I like the rush. I like the one damage AoE. I don't know how how useful it is, but I think it's kind of fun. Um, I don't know that this will really see play in um, Wild, but maybe I think as kind of a fringe deck, uh, we're starting to see play. I saw Martian Boo hit Legend with Reno Deathrattle uh, Demon Hunter on like, I don't know, a couple days ago. And I was, I, I thought that was super great. So I like this card personally. Um, you know, I guess the question is, is it better than other death rattle uh demon hunter cards and the answer is i don't know uh it does different things i really like the rush i really like the aoe so i think yes i actually gave it a, a three i think it's playable so i i kind of like it um sheep what do you think about this one yeah i think that fell rattler once demon hunter kind of has a critical mass of cards to to have multiple archetypes in in wild I think that Fell Rattler will be kind of a um, Death Rattle Demon Hunter meta read. You know, if you're you're playing against something that has a whole lot of tokens, like um, Odd Paladin, or you know, you want to deal with your your opponent's um, gibberlings before they get out of control. You know, if there are a lot of token strategies in in play, you can slot in a Fell Rattler or two and actually do pretty well against it. Mm-hmm. The rush is what makes it. A good meta read for that if it didn't have rush and it was just death rattle like you know it'd still be playable but it wouldn't be it wouldn't as be strong. nearly as good yeah 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 so i really like it too i don't know that it really has a home in wild at this point but the effect is so strong it's got the rush it's got the beast tag like i'm only torn between a two and a three because i don't think we've hit the critical mass uh, of things to kind of support that archetype in wild yet. Yeah, that's fair. Um, a three is generous. Is definitely, <laughs> yeah, this is definitely like a, a three or four, uh, probably three in, in, in standard. But I think I'm going to go two for wild. Um, it's a really strong card. And I think that, you know, two, three years, whenever we get a, a higher critical mass of cards, um, this may be one of the things that ends up making the cut in a death rattle demon hunter in yeah. wild in the future. What do you think, Hydra? One thing that I think is actually pretty cool. Like I know that death rattle demon hunter is an archetype you can go with, but you don't necessarily need to play it in a death rattle deck, True. right? Like it, it could just be a meta read in a different demon hunter style where, you know, you are 
versing a lot of odd paladies, pal paladins and uh, druids that are low to the ground, that sort of thing. Like, you don't necessarily need to run it in a death rattle Demon Hunter deck. But do I think this has a home currently? I don't think so, especially not in Wild. I think in Standard, it's probably a pretty cool card to run. But, like, Rush is really cool. I think that, I think it's playable, somewhat playable. So that would be a two. I'm going to give it a two. I don't think it's a bad card, but I don't think it has necessarily a home right now. Yeah, I think, it, I think, I think it's versatile. Fair. I think it's versatile that you don't necessarily have to put it in a Death Rattle Demon Hunter deck. Yeah, those are two very strong twos. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I agree. I think that's fine. Uh, and I think the three is actually pretty generous. Um, I'm just excited about it. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Okay. So the next card <laughs> up is Sigil of Summoning. This is a two mana rare demon hunter shadow spell. It says at the start of your next turn, summon two, two, two demons with taunt. Uh, this is cute. Uh, you know, Celestial had been hinting at more sigils coming. Uh, unfortunately, I think the only thing that this is good for is achievement hunting and losing tempo. So I, I, <laughs> I mean, I feel bad saying that. I, I, I don't know. The taunt is uh cute, I guess, but I just it feels way too slow for me. And if we look at it through a wild lens, which we should be doing for this show. Uh, yeah. it doesn't fit in any existing archetypes. Like I'm not playing this in odd demon hunter, which is like the better demon hunter in wild. And I don't see any reason why I would put this in any other demon hunter deck. So I, I mean, this is a, a one for me, uh, unfortunately. Yeah. So I am going to run a ton of sigil of summoning because I am halfway through that achievement and I still need a hundred more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah you so, need it for the chivos exactly uh in wild with the cards that we currently have um yeah sigil of summoning just just isn't there um it's not uh doesn't give you the initiative enough because whenever those two twos come down you can't like they don't have rush like they're they still have summoning sickness you still gotta wait um so Demon Hunter and Wild in particular wants to be more proactive and either hitting in the face or leaving things that if your opponent doesn't deal with them, they will snowball and not just sit as two, two twos with taunt. So yeah, for me, this is a one as well, um, but I'm going to play it a lot. <laughs> what do you think, Hydra? I mean, I, I, I think Demon Hunters right now are very proactive this is kind of like a slow reactive play and i i personally don't think it has a home and may not have a home until maybe there's a later slower demon hunter that's just trying to stall maybe put up some taunts do something like that i think it is a solid one for me in wild yeah all right that sounds about right uh, okay, next up is our final Demon Hunter card, which is Taint Heart Tormentor. This is an 8-mana eight 8-8 eight eight demon with taunt. <laughs> I'm sorry. I couldn't help but laugh. I'm a child on the inside. Yeah. I'm sorry. 
<laughs> Shout out to our buddy Rod Johnston. <laughs> uh, yeah. So this is an eight mana eight eight demon with taunt. Your opponent's spells cost two more. So this uh, this is the card that Wild Card and I have been waiting for uh, to go in like a big demon demon hunter deck. Uh, eight mana eight eight taunt is is cute. Having it have like a, a permanent Lothab effect, uh, kind of like uh, the Nerubian, whatever mm-hmm. it's called. You know what I'm talking Hot about? Boy. That that uh, makes your opponent's stuff cost two more. So yeah. this could be useful. Oh, yeah. That being said, it, it's a really expensive Lothab. Uh, Rappler. I like it. I like it. Um, I think that. It is. I would classify it as fringe playable. The deck is is cool. I know Wild Card hit Legend with it a while back. Uh, his version of Big Demon Hunter. Um, I I really like this personally. I think it maybe has more of a home in standard at the moment. Maybe this goes in a Reno Demon Hunter deck in Wild. I don't really know. Uh, I think Demon Hunter is still in kind of a weird place in wild where there are not enough variation on archetypes because the class just hasn't been around all that long so maybe it'll be better someday i'm gonna give it a two i think it's fringe playable i really like it i really like it a lot though it's it's cool uh sheep what do you think i agree it's really cool it's got (laughs) heavy sigh (laughs) It's it's just hard to evaluate because I don't I don't know that there's really kind of like a, particularly in wild right I I don't think that there's again that kind of critical mass of being able to cheat things out in the demon hunter class and in, in wild to make it like as entertaining as exciting as as consistent uh, to to consistently do and I. I I don't think that we're going to wait around to turn eight to, to play this. Um, no, we need a void caller. Yeah. 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 So, and, and that's exactly it. Like we need the, the cheat support in order to, to play this in wild in particular. Um, I think standards a little bit slower. I think that we can definitely play this in standard. I'm, I have, and I'm going to again, play <laughs> Tainar tormentor and, um, uh, Nazoth paladin. And, or not paladin wow obviously <laughs> demon hunter and standard uh kind of taking the uh green rag slot for uh demons because it's it's a little bit more controlly than kind of finish the game um green rag like is that. so good though green like, rag is so good <laughs> that card like if the the problem that i see is like in the eight mana slot illidari inquisitor is way better yeah. Like mm-hmm. it just is. It's a finisher. And then you can bring it back with New Zoth. And it's so strong. Like I've won so many games from it. And so I love this. Like the flavor is cool, but without a way to cheat it out earlier, eight mana is too expensive because frankly, you're going to be dead by turn eight. I mean, that's yeah. just kind of the nature of wild right now. So exactly. So all of that is to say, I'm like, again, I'm, 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 at the end of the day, I'm giving it a two as well because I really like the card. It's definitely got potential and possibility. It's just not quite there yet. Um, and it's things that that 
we can obviously tell are eventually going to come. Like if the, the meta slows down, then it can get there. That, that's probably not going to happen because wild, but um, you know, if we have an, any other ways of cheating it out, if our opponent plays celestial alignment, you know, any of these kinds of things, then we can get there. So I, I, I see the taint heart tormentor having more possibilities um, of becoming incredibly relevant in the very near future, whereas a Joel summoning, I, I can speculate, but it's much more speculation than the inevitability that I feel like the Tormentor provides. <laughs> what do you think, Hydra? Well, I'm trying to think of it as like, where am I going to put this card right now? And um, if if I'm waiting till turn eight to have a Lotheb type effect, I've probably lost. I mean, it's way too late to stop something like an APM mage, right? Like that they can combo off earlier than this. If you've made it to turn eight, you're lucky. And so it it, it doesn't seem like something that uh, we could we can play right now. Maybe it's something that we can slot into the bank for later when we can maybe have some slow Reno Nazoth style Demon Hunter decks when there's more cards in the future. But right now, as it stands, it's even, it's extremely slow. i rather run Lotheb. It's got a demon tag that's neat, but if I'm waiting to turn eight, things that you can do by turn eight in wild are crazy. And dropping one eight eight on turn eight to potentially slow down a, like a, a control deck or something... Like or even like say a big priest like yeah sure it'll stop their mass res and they they can't play it because it costs eleven. It, it just doesn't seem like like a, a strong card whatsoever for me. So unfortunately, I'm gonna drop down to a one. The problem with wild, if you want to call it a problem, is that the <laughs> the format in general is completely degenerate. We, we all know that and yeah turn eight like unless you're playing a super duper control deck uh which i think demon hunter struggles with it can be done but it, it's not it doesn't come as naturally as some of the other classes like priest or warlock that unfortunately like this is just too late if we get a chance to to like do some weird shenanigans like we've done in the past, like with Darkest Hour sort of style type things where this comes out super early and it's amongst giants or whatever, then okay. I was wrong. It was it was a good card. But right now I mean sorry. I think you have to compare it to Warlock, right? And the tools that I have in Warlock, I've got this the skull uh of Skull of the Minari that cheats demons out. I've got Void Caller that cheats demons out. I've got mm -hmm. Blood Reaver Goldan that brings them all back. Um, and then, you know, on top of that, then if I really want to go fringe, then I've got the Possessed Lackey that with the Death Rattle will bring one out. And that just doesn't exist in Demon Hunter. Like it, it does, but in a worse way. So I've got the card that reduces your next one by two, which is cute, but like, you know, I, I look at it. it <laughs> I, yeah, it makes it six. Like I, I, I look at that almost like it reminds me of that that paladin dragon from BRM. That like, okay, okay, cool. You play a five mana five five, and your next dragon costs two less. Like, it, it's kind of like that. Um, 
and I think we've got another demon hunter card that has a death rattle recruit a demon or something like that. I I don't it it didn't yeah, seem yeah it's the six three it doesn't have rush but it should uh, if and it, it has rush, a death rattle yeah. of bullet from from your hand oh yeah. it's from your hand see that's the other piece like it's not I don't know yep. the, just the problem is that the warlock cards are so strong and and I love them and if they had that similar ability in demon hunter it would be like my new favorite class so so what what it does have are actually some control tools that you wouldn't think mm -hmm. of offhand. They're, they're not as consistent and there aren't as many of them because it's it's a newer class, but um, like Fell Scream Blast, um, you know, in conjunction with like Moark Artificer, and yeah. then the, uh, whichever one it was that deals one damage AOE mm -hmm. twice, mm -hmm. right? Like, so, mm -hmm. so it's got some options to, to kind of get you into the late game. And, the reason why I gave uh, Taint Heart Tormentor in particular a two is that even if we don't have ways to cheat it out early, which I do think we'll eventually get, like there will be one expansion where Demon Hunter does that and people are going to either love or hate it in standard. And if they don't, don't hate it or love it because it's not just like on there, like if Taint Heart Tormentor isn't still you know, in standard, we're going to love it in wild, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, um, yeah, I think this will have its time in the spotlight. I just think it's, yeah. that time is not right now, unfortunately. And and I agree. I agree. Yeah. Rip. Ripperonies. <laughs> All right. Sorry, well, card. I, I mean, I, I think the card is dope. It's one of my favorite cards from this set. I just, we're talking wild specific uh man it struggles so oh. I, I may have gone to get given it a two because i really love the card too yeah. um, to be completely honest <laughs> all right well let's move on to druid uh the first druid card that we have is called Fangbound druid this is a three mana four three taunt death rattle reduce the copy of a beast in your hand by two i'm so entertained that They've been doing beast druid cards for like five <laughs> five years, and every expansion we get like two beast druid synergy cards, and and like it was never enough to build anything. It probably still isn't enough to build anything. I like when I see taunt and death rattle in the same card, my brain goes directly to Hadronox, um, and I like reduce. It's in your hand, so you know. There's there's that. Um, I think w when I look at this, I, okay, it's aggressively statted. It has taunt. It has death rattle. Uh, it could, speaking of reducing the cost of a beast, I mean, it will reduce the cost of your Hadronox for that matter. Uh, that being said, that deck is super fringe. You were talking like I play it in casual because I really like it, but it's not good. Every once in a while, one of us will try to make it work, realize that it's not good enough and, and move on. And it's something that we all do once every expansion. Uh, I'll give it a two for fringe because I, I like that archetype. Unfortunately, the archetype just isn't good in my opinion. Uh, sheep. I really, really, really want to like this card. Really, really, really do. And I think at the end of the day that I'm going to give it a one because it's aggressively statted. Like if it was a three mana two five, 
time like with the same effect outside of that i would love it even a three four would be better yeah 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 absolutely but like i I want this thing to protect me i don't want it to you know like take less damage and like you know deflect less damage from my face if if i'm playing a, a hadronox druid like this could be a really key awesome piece of that it just the stats and cost don't don't go along with what it's actually supposed to achieve right mm-hmm. like it's it's and for that reason i i think i have to give it a 1 because it could be a really cool part of that 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 archetype but as it is i don't think that i'm going to run this in my hadronox druid because it doesn't protect my face and let me eventually play Hadronox, even mm-hmm. though it does discount Hadronox, it just doesn't let me actually get there because it's only, you know, it's got a small butt. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think, Hydra? <laughs> I think you brought out a really good point, to be honest, about how it's an aggressively statted, quote-unquote, defensive minion. And you, you may have actually influenced me to drop my score based on that but like i think that um as nate said the thought always kind of goes to hadronox druid but at the same time like you're hoping that you know it's currently in your hand we already have so many ways as druid to cheat mana in the first place and am i gonna slot this into a deck like where the class already knows how to ramp it knows how to um cheat mana it can it can do all these things do i have room for this and as you mentioned it's not statted is a defensive card like is it cool yeah can it trade up i guess so but i i I guess it's actually slightly worse than i thought after you 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 mentioned its stats um i don't think that we have a place for this card i think that it's cool i think maybe we can have fun with it one day i have played hadronox druid in casual when i'm really bored and i've had people ask me for the list because we had a hell of a game and it was fun is it gonna be good no so i've actually been swayed from a two to a one on this one so this is this is what we do every show is talk about how this card has so much potential and it's just not good enough for wild so like that's that's probably the gist of the bulk of the rest of this episode. If, <laughs> spoiler alert. Thank you for joining us this week for Born to Be Wild. Got a I bunch mean, of twos. I that I mean, so I I I always preface the review shows with this thought and I forgot to do it today, so I suppose I will do it now very quickly. When we look at these cards, we're looking at a wild perspective. The cards in Wild, the decks in Wild, rather, are all very, very refined. And so when we look at new cards, the question is, is it good enough to replace an existing card in an existing deck, or is it? does it create a new archetype? Those, those are the two possibilities that I see. You know, Or is it support for some long, you mm-hmm. know, an old archetype that, would, that never had enough support in the past? Like you're like beast druid your freeze shaman these these kind of like mythical unicorn decks that have never fully materialized because there's not enough support so uh 
that's kind of you know my my grumpy old man philosophy on card reviews for wild anyways moving right along the next druid card is called deviate dreadfang this is an eight mana four nine beast after you cast a nature spell summon a four two viper with rush i i don't know man i don't really have anything to say this card just sucks it's so slow for eight mana it doesn't have yeah. it doesn't have rush it doesn't have taunt it doesn't have any like if it had something else maybe and and even then it so not only is it eight mana which is a lot okay now i know druid ramps and celestial alignment is a thing but eight mana is is really slow and on top of that you have to play a nature spell in order to trigger the effect like that is so conditional that is just a giant nope i give it a one sheep Well, I hope I oh yeah, all right, all right, <laughs> okay. Hot takes are highly appreciated, and if anyone disagrees with me, I am all for that. So, uh, carry on, carry on. Well, <laughs> I don't, I don't really have a whole lot to add, unfortunately. <laughs> like, I was like, oh my god, is he gonna say it's a five? And I just missed something crazy. Nope. <laughs> no. It's a really cool effect. It, it lets you, you know, like uh, this in conjunction with Lady Anaconda, which we'll get to very, very shortly, um, you know, enable you to just like dump a whole lot of, you know, really cheap nature spells and control the board and do all of that. And it's just way too much mana to actually do it. It's just, it's, it's too slow. It's it's what Beast Druid really wants. It's just if it was an eight mana nine nine that did this, then yeah, okay, I'll try it. But an eight mana four nine. Dude, it needs to be an eight mana nine nine with taunt. Like yeah. to even be yeah, considered. Yeah, yeah. I, I I mean that's, that's a good point. That's my hot take on that. It could like, be an eight mana four nine with taunt. If it had taunt, then yeah, okay. Yeah. The taunt is the big thing there, I think. But but it's not. So particularly for wild, that th this is one. It I, has cool artwork. It's a snake with wings, and a. And when we start talking about the art, yeah, <laughs> that's a lot. Uh, <laughs> what do you think, Hydra? Well, until they re release like a druid quest that says, "Upon completion, the rest for the rest of the game, your rush minions have charge." This is absolute garbage. Um, <laughs> Because that would be kind of cool, right? But uh, they have Rush. This is the end of the game. Uh, you're expected to have mana after you've played this to play your nature spells unless they cost zero. We're not playing this card. Sorry. It's a one. Dude, can we do zero? Just kidding. <laughs> it, well, it, it's a one for me. Mm, yeah. All right. This next one's interesting. This is our first legendary card. Lady Anaconda. This is a six mana three seven, just with static text that says your nature spells cost two less. Um, caveat: I am not a druid expert. In fact, I don't really even like druid. Uh, I have a thousand wins with druid, maybe a thousand one. But uh, I I can see the potential for broken combos with this. I think between this and celestial alignment like there is something yeah. here i i you know i call upon swag swaguar i call on burnt 
like somebody sheep you could do it uh, somebody who plays a lot of druid like break this card i i think that it's there um I'm, I'm not quite sure how good like i've been wavering between like a three and a four because i i suspect that there's something broken that can be done with this and i don't quite know what it is uh but i i see the potential for greatness here uh so i i think i will i'll go ahead and give it a three i think it's definitely playable i suspect that it has potential for some pretty crazy things but i don't know what they are sheep so so if you saw me frantically googling for for a moment i there, did was, i did it was to <laughs> see if ultimate infestation was a nature spell and it's not <laughs> but i mean there, there's still other things you can do like you know drop lady anaconda and then nourish you know once you celestial alignmented um you know things like that um, Lady Anaconda definitely has a lot of possibilities, be it in like a Malagos Druid or, you know, in, in, in anything like that. Um, Starliner. Yeah, Starliner could work. Um, I think that Celestial Alignment is an integral part of Lady Anaconda, though, because you definitely want Lady Anaconda herself to cost one. And then from there, that like making every all you know all your nature spells at that point cost zero like that's that's the big payoff and geppetto it or maybe something maybe yeah geppetto well really because some of the nature spells cost more too so if you celestial alignment then you lady anaconda and then you can nourish because nourish if i recall correctly is a nature spell um get two more mana, mm -hmm. uh, you know, just, just go off. And then it doesn't matter that UI costs, you know, the one mana that you have to pay instead of zero, like, like you'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Lady Anaconda is one piece in a larger puzzle of which we already have a lot of the pieces of. It's just what the finisher is that, that we kind of want to, to get there with. And, and Malagos could be the answer. Mechathune could be the answer. Um, you know, there, there could be a number of ways that we get there. Honestly, for me, it's probably, probably Malagos there. Um, I think it, I, I think Lady Anaconda for me is, is a three all to say she, she's one piece of, of a puzzle. She's not, you know, the defining aspect of that archetype because that art archetype was already viable, if not strong before her, um, and will, you know, still be so, um, but she's another piece. Like you don't have to have every single piece of the puzzle now. Like you, you can do it with like these three pieces or these three pieces, and that they're all most of them are legendaries. So so she lets you you know more consistently get there. So mm -hmm. so that's why for me she's a three. What do you think, Hydra? I think that this just adds to the pool of ways that Druid can do gross things. Cheat, cheat mana, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and and anytime we get something that says this costs, however much less, it's it's almost always good. So th there's no way that th this doesn't help you do something really really cool. It's definitely not something I think we're going to necessarily like see in the meta rate. Like today, it's not breaking the meta or anything, but it's 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 gonna 
can do something really, really cool. And I, I definitely appreciate all the innovators that do like to make these broken decks where we get to cheat mana. So I think three is a very fair score. And who knows? Maybe someone will break the meta and this was a five all along. But uh, currently, I don't see exactly what it's doing. But also, hey, I'm the guy who has like zero druid wins. So... Mm-hmm. We're working on that. You're good. <laughs> <laughs> Not the druid player here, but like I said, I, I mean, people have definitely, um, like, I've lost to a lot of druid. So, well, there you I go. <laughs> but yeah, I, I think it's a good card. So, I'm going to give it a three as well. I'm pretty sure that I saw Swagwar post something on Twitter earlier today as a combo with this. So, I, I, I still anticipate there are going to be some things. There is. I like I, I jumped around from stream to stream last night and I saw people saying Anaconda is legit good and different things happening. Mm-hmm. We'll see we'll see where it goes. Yeah. Alright, well let's move on to Hunter. The first Hunter card up is called Serpent Bloom. This is a zero mana spell. Uh with probably the cutest Hearthstone art I have ever seen. <laughs> a little baby snack. Uh it says give a friendly beast poisonous. Um, you know, this is interesting. When I first looked at this, right, I, uh, I was like, why, why would I, why would I want to do that? Like, you know, I don't know. And then I watched Slizzle's card review and he made a couple of good points, uh, which, which were zero mana cards are typically very good. Uh, and then I saw Duin earlier today hit, hit legend with Reno Hunter and this card was in it. And so, like, oh, okay, you know, maybe it's better than I thought. If I had to judge it on the art, I would give it a, a six out of five, because that is a beautiful flower with a really cute snake on it. Uh, <laughs> I think for me personally, like, I, I struggle. Like, when I play Beasts in Hunter, I'm either playing big beasts like King Crush and Charging Devil Soar and... And that sort of thing to try to line up like, you know, an OTK or something. Or I'm playing like Face Hunter with like little beasts. And really the only reason I want a beast is so that I can trigger kill command, that type of thing. Uh, oh, yeah. Labore Sangre says you can play it on Dread Scale for uh, yeah. a board clear. Like, okay, okay. I like that. But... But I think similarly, like there's a combo later that's like, okay, it's a it's a two card board clear, and so it requires both pieces. And like, uh, I like that. I think that's cute. Dread Scale is a legendary as well, right? So, mm-hmm. um, I I don't know. I mean, maybe I'll regret this later. I think it's a one. And if I'm wrong, then I'd be happy to be wrong. Sheep, what do you think? So I think that. Serpent Bloom is a really powerful utility card. Um, back in the day when, you know, Mech uh, Hunter was a thing, we had a, what was it, Venomizer that we would put on the one damage AoE. Basically the same thing that we're doing, you know, here with the the Poisonous um, on onto the um, uh, Dread Scale, right? So it, it has some advantages and some disadvantages. The main disadvantage is, you know, you, you don't 
you don't get to stick your own board. You're, you're kind of stuck with the dread scale and anything that you can do that's charging. Um, so that's kind of one of the, the limiters there. But if, for example, I'm, I'm playing, a, let's say, aggro druid, because that's what we've been talking about lately, um, I don't have any, like, chargers if I don't happen to get the, the weapon, and I don't have any rushers, so, like, I may as well just concede unless I, you know, just, like, am pinging it down with my face, essentially, right? Because uh, it's a persistent board clear. It happens every single turn. Um, it's a really strong utility card in very specific matchups, and I think that's kind of a good thing. You know, it keeps it from getting out of control, but it's also definitely something that you want to put of, put put as in your deck and like a one of type situation. Um, a Reno Hunter seems like a perfect place for that. Is it going to make the cut later? Is the real big question, and that's what I'm not so sure about. So at, at the end of the day. It's a long-winded way of saying I'm going with a two because I think it's a really powerful utility card that we could see going crazy at some point. Um, it has a lot of possibilities just in the ones that we're talking about here. And I'm sure many ways that I haven't thought of um, off the top of my head here as well. Hydra, what do you think about Serpent Bloom? Well, speaking of doing, I think... I th think this made him craft a golden dread scale did he not uh <laughs> <laughs> glorious uh, i'm not um, only surprised he didn't already have one he <laughs> has it in gold he definitely yeah. has it in gold uh, yeah um so like it, it it definitely is very strong in 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 that combo and i think that it's 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 zero mana I think that's really, really cool. However, I don't know if it's something I'm going to just throw in a random beast deck, right? Like if I'm playing a beast hunter, I'm being like aggressive and I'm going fast, like an old mid range hunter. Like I'm, I'm, I'm just hitting you in the face. I don't need poison, right? Like that's not something I'm looking for. If we're going to be defensive with hunter, which Originally, that's not look at its hero power. It's not what it's designed for. Cool. I can throw this in or it's a kind of a cool discover card. I'll pick it. Right. But what are the chances? I actually have a beast. I want to play it on. I think the odds of me using this are like super, super low. Like, I feel like it's going to be a dead card in my hand a lot of the time, especially in a singleton deck where I'm trying to pick and choose like what I'm playing, you, like you only have one ofs, right? So I think it's awesome. I think it has an amazing effect. I think its combo potential is really cool as a board clear, but I don't think it's something I'm going to be throwing in every deck. And as you mentioned, uh, Sheep, it it's probably something that if I am going to include now, I'll probably pull it out for something else. Because it does need to combo with something else at this. Well, it needs to combo with something in general, right? It is a buff to a specific type of minion. So that makes it ah, 
man. I'm going to give it a two. I can't drop it as bad as, as, as a one because it is a really cool effect. So I'm going to give this card a two. I think it's really cool. I think it has some potential. Not It's playable, but I don't think it's playable in any meta deck. Yeah. Two. If the, it the was in Rogue, can... like for zero, you know, it'd be crazy. <laughs> yeah. Or if it said give a friendly minion poisonous, it'd be better. I mean, that's kind of how I look at it. So where I can really see this uh, happening and uh, again standard um, is face hunter in standard because don't think of it as you know like a give a friendly beast poisonous think of it as basically a, like a, a hunter's mark mm-hmm. you know there's this big old uh, let's say a libram of hope right got got played I can use wound prey on the libram of hope that pops the bubble gives me a one one rusher. Then I serpent bloom the one one rusher, give it poisonous. Boom! Kill all of a sudden, I can start hitting face again. Yeah, that's it, a good. It's, it's a, a good utility, utility card. card. Yeah, it's a utility card, and it's a strong one. That's fair. I like that. Okay. Uh, next up is Sindori Sense Finder. This is a four mana one six with frenzy. Summon four one one hyenas with rush. Uh, I've not seen the token, but I assume hyenas are beasts. Uh, yeah. So so this is the type of thing that would combo pretty well with the Serpent Bloom. Um, I, I like this card a lot. Not quite sure where it fits. If it had, you know, Rush or something, that would be pretty, pretty super crazy amazing. Uh, it, <laughs> it does not, but it, its health is high enough to make it difficult to kill. Like I think it's a it, there's combo potential here. Um, it's not my strongest class. I I like it. Uh, I feel like this is more of a standard card, but there, there's some combo potential here. Uh, I, I'm gonna go ahead and score it a two as like fringe playable because I think it's it's interesting and and there's some potential here. You know the way I look at it is like if I'm playing against secret mage or dark lair warlock or big priest, like this card doesn't help me out at all, unfortunately. And so from a wild perspective, it's difficult. Like this could be good against like we were talking earlier about meta dependent. If I'm seeing aggro decks, pirate warrior, odd, odd, uh, paladin, even shaman, that sort of thing with some tokens that I can run this into. Like hey, four one ones with rush that are beasts. Like that's pretty cool. That's that's really cool. In fact, um, but this has to survive in order to trigger. I mean, I think having the six health makes it do that with one attack. Like it's not going to do anything, but it's kind of hard to kill. It's an interesting card. I, I look at this and my brain is like, what are they trying to do with this? This doesn't fit the mold of like the normal hunter stuff. But I see the combo potential, and I like that. Sheep, what do you think? I, th- I think you hit exactly what my question about this card is. Is what are they trying, or what really do I want to try to do with this card, right? Because, yes, a, a four mana, you know, summon five things, four of them being one ones with rush, and one of them being a one six. Yeah, you know, sign me up. That that sounds and feels great. But the fact that it's a four mana one six where you get get those off of the frenzy mechanic, it just 
it's so weird. If 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 Scentfinder had Rush itself, if it was like a like I was gonna say if it was a death rattle effect, but it has such high health, I don't know if we'd want it to be one. <laughs> but then what kind of deck would I be running this in? Is it in a an aggressive deck? I mean, the you know, having five minions yeah, maybe, but it itself is only a one six, and if my our opponent doesn't proc it, then those four one ones are only rushing. And if it's if if they don't if they do proc it, then odds are they're dealing with the hyenas anyway. It's just it's such a weird card, and and I just kind of look at it and go like, where do I want to play this? And it's like I I don't want to run this in any any deck that I currently have. All all to say, it's really interesting, and I don't like it, and I'm going to give it a one. <laughs> what do you think? I <laughs> And I guess my biggest problem with it is while it has a neat effect, you are giving your opponent the full opportunity of how to deal with it, right? Like here it is, here's its effect, but guess what? You can choose to trigger it and you can now decide what to do with the one ones that popped out. Yeah, cool. They got rushed. Guess what? Doesn't matter because... They're gonna probably proc it on on their turn. They can choose to ignore it if they want, but that's that's not gonna do them any favors. So I, I feel like the fact that you are now letting it, uh, letting your opponent decide how to deal with this and putting it down, and you cannot make this effect go off yourself unless you are gonna, you know, trigger it yourself by shooting it with with something uh, potentially. Like you, you can do that. You you could trigger it yourself, and then you could run in all your guys. But your hunter, come on, guys, we're 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 going face, right? So I like it, and it's got one attack. Come on, it, <laughs> it, 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 like it, it, it's just super cool. I like the idea. Sorry, hunter, like it, you're not doing so great anyways. But this isn't helping. Yeah. It's it, 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 it it's just not so. I don't think you're going to see this in any wild decks. Uh, it's an even cost card. This is not going in even hunter because everything in even hunter says I'm hitting you in the face. So one. Dude, if, if this was a battle cry, this, this may as well be a, a four mana five ten. Oh, dude. But, but yeah. with it being frenzy, it's, it goes from you, all busted to unplayable with that one keyword difference. You need to use, you could use the, what's the, the one mana spell where you deal one damage, summon a one one hyena. Yeah, like that you, wound prey. Yeah, yeah you, you can shoot it with that if, you, if you're waiting to turn five or on coin to play it, but. Now, conditional, yeah, too, too conditional. If it had rush, it would be super dope, yeah. Agreed. It, it, but oh well, all right. Well, uh, the last hunter card that we have is the weapon, it's called Venom Strike Bow. This is a four mana one, two with poison. Um, you know, this is interesting for me. Four mana just feels like way too expensive, and, and I agree, like. What you typically want to do with Hunter is either be hitting somebody in the face or be, you know, comboing off in, in wild, like wild Reno Hunter or something like that. You can do some pretty cool combo finishers 
uh, with Dynotainment Brand or like Brand Brand or stuff like that. The only way that I would play this is if Poisonous affected heroes and I equip <laughs> this and I could OTK you by hitting you in the face with the Poisonous weapon. Aside from it's just too exp- it's too expensive for what it does. I mean, that's 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 yeah. Hey, hey, if you, you want to change the way that this dynamic works, uh, I will play this card. Otherwise, unfortunately, it. I struggle to find where this fits. Like, mm-hmm. if we look at this in terms of class identity, like, cool. I have a bow that shoots poison arrows. That's kind of rad. But like <laughs> four mana, and like that's not what Hunter wants to do. Hunter struggles enough in wild as it is, and so I'm always impressed when you know someone like Duin hits early legend with a a hunter build. Someone someone asked Burnt one time, like who who plays lots of druid, like how does it feel to hit legend every month with the worst class? And I just thought it was so funny. Like what a mean thing to say, but it was so funny. It was a joke. It's a right? compliment, really, right? It, it is. Like, it is, and it was yeah. it was a joke. Like it was said in in good fun. Like there there was yeah. you know, but like why why would you play this? I feel bad for Hunter in Wild because it sucks. Um, I thank you. I built a really fun Reno Hunter list for my listener series uh, match this week. And that was cool. But like this card, it's just, it, I don't know. It's too, it's too expensive for what it does and what it does. I don't really want to do anyways. That's my take. I just gave it a one sheep. What do you think? So poisonous minions kill other minions. Poisonous weapons should be able to kill opposing heroes. <laughs> so this card is a five if it works as it should. <laughs> <laughs> no, the, the Venom Strike Bow is a one. <laughs> what do you think, Hydra? Yeah, my, my biggest problem with it is, so it's a it's a four mana card. So it's it's looking for you to be able to control the board, right? You're You're going to be wanting to take out the big baddies with this. Hunter isn't known to be the healing class, right? Mm-hmm. So if you're using this to take out giants and such things of, of, of that nature, that size, you are doing plenty of damage to your face. You better have Reno in your hand or else you're just going to die by face tanking everything with this. Um, I don't even know if it's a, include as a one of in, in Reno Hunter. It just it just seems neat. It's expensive, and you're just killing yourself. So, one goal of Hearthstone is to kill your opponent, not yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, poor Hunter. All right, moving on to the mage class. Our first mage minion is called Flowcaster. This is a six mana five five. It says costs two less for each frozen enemy. Uh, that's cute. I really <laughs> can't think of anything nice to say about it. Unfortunately, I you know. So my thought was, you know, are, are they working on this new like freeze mage archetype in standard? I think that's sort of what they're going for. But in wild, like, dude, there's there's just no way that this is playing anything. I I can't picture it. I mean, if I'm wrong, I'd be happy to be wrong. Uh, but like, okay. I mean, zero mana cards are good. So, so here's, here's the way I look at this. Like, okay. 
opponent has a full board, you play Frost Nova, and then you play this for zero. But like, I can already, <laughs> you know, but I can already play um, Secret Mage and 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 play zero mana five fives. So w without having to have like combo, I don't know. I mean, this is interesting, and I think that there's potential. Uh, f f you know that this will be a corridor creeper sometimes, but it's it's conditional. I, I feel like it's for standard. I realize that there are some fringe combos that you can do. Uh, I don't think that they. When I look at this, or and the way it would be played compared to other viable mage decks like Mozaki or uh, something like that, it, it just doesn't seem quite as strong. Uh, and like we've got essentially zero mana five fives already that are easier to play. Mm -hmm. uh, via Secret Mage. So I, I'm giving this one a, uh, for Wild. Wild, Wild, Wild. I'm giving this a one. I I hope that you guys have different opinions, but that's that's me. Sheep? I'm really, really interested in, in Flowcaster and in the kind of like Freeze Mage archetype, mm -hmm. Frost Mage, I guess we should call it. Like, I'm, I'm not sure what to call it, but it's really interesting because I I think it's fascinating to have like Varden Dawngrass, mm -hmm. Flowcaster, and Frost Nova, and, and the general idea is that what we're doing is we're keeping our opponent from using the board that they've developed, and we're developing a board on top of our own stuff that is both freezing the opponent's board and getting benefit from our opponent's board being frozen. I think it's a really interesting archetype that isn't quite there yet for the level of um, uh, refinement that Wild typically has. The cards may or may not be there because we do have like a critical mass of, um, you know, freezes and mm -hmm. Wild that Standard doesn't have. Like, we've still got Blizzard. Like, check it. <laughs> Yeah, they don't yeah. you know things like that so we have more more frost cards to be able to kind of leverage but i think that the cards like varden dawn grasp from the um from just fortune the barons uh mm -hmm. og is one of the things that we want to be doing with that you know kind of like that freeze on a stick we want that stick to to be there and Flowcaster is a stick that benefits from the freeze so it's a it's a really really interesting archetype it's it's tempo. It, it gives us initiative while keeping them from doing anything with the board that they've paid mana to, you know, develop. And if they end up like having a full board, then they can't develop anymore. And then we keep on freezing them. And then we're tempo, but we're just keeping them from, like, it's a really cool thing that just, there aren't enough payoff cards yet. And Flowcaster is one piece of that payoff card puzzle. All to say, right now it's a two, but if they continue down this line, that may very well be a three, four, or five mm -hmm. in the future. And I I think that it could be if they keep down this line. We're just not quite there yet. It's always exciting to see new archetypes start forming. Yeah. Especially that utilize some old cards. So the, I see the potential. I definitely see the potential. Hyder, what do you think? I guess my one main problem with 
the card is if you ever played Freeze Mage, Frost Nova Doomsayer is a thing, right? Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. that's what you like to do. You you can't you can't do that with this card, <laughs> right? The it, it, it's just gonna die. So like, while I understand you can freeze the opponent's board, you can start to build your own. It kind of sort of counteracts the, the idea of stalling and stalling and stalling until traditional freeze mage could combo off towards the end, you know, Alex Straza, burn you out, ice lances, all the fun stuff. It it, it kind of doesn't seem like it would jive necessarily with an old style freeze mage, so it would have to be something newer, maybe with Ray of Frost involved, different type of arp archetype in like a new play on the old style freeze mage. Something we don't necessarily have i mean and and we do have a lot of ways to freeze the board right now i don't think i'm going to be slotting this into a deck unfortunately but hey i mean like i know we got to respect the the cards that say cost less so yeah i could be underrating it but as you said nate we've got better ways right now of playing zero mana five fives and this doesn't seem like the most ideal way to play a zero mana five five. The but. yeah, <clears throat> the the tricky thing with freezing minions is like it it buys you a turn, but then you got to deal with them the next turn. Yeah, yeah, and so while you can build your board while you've frozen their side of it, like okay, sure, okay, what are we doing? This are we waiting to trade? Like, well, like, what's happening? What are we actually doing when we could have maybe just cleared your board? It, it, it just doesn't seem like the best thing you could be doing. Oh, we're going face with the board that, that we've made while we continue to keep your board frozen if, and you can't can, do anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you, you if just we, need more payoff cards. Is, yeah, is the thing. yeah. And so that archetype doesn't seem to be the best currently. So, yeah, if we could yeah. keep stalling and keep freezing and going face getting through taunts or whatever we need to do mm-hmm. then sure is that a deck anybody's playing right now no no it's uh, not so cool card not horrible fringe playable too yeah, yeah. that's fair all right so the next one up uh is called frost weave dungeoneer this is a three mana two three battle cry draw a spell if it's a frost spell summon two one one elementals that freeze so, like, this, for example, pairs very nicely with the previous card. So, it's support for that archetype. Uh, I love the idea of Battlecry draw a spell. Like, that's cool. I like that. I could see there being combo potential. Ba- basically, using uh, this card in a way other than its intended purpose to tutor out a card or to thin your deck. If I'm trying for some OTK or if I'm trying for... You know, I don't. I don't know what it is. You know, I. I think it doesn't. It doesn't fit into those Mozaki style decks. But like, Battlecry draw spell is good. You know, does this go in Reno Mage? You know, maybe no, probably not. Does it go in like really anything? Probably not. It goes in this freeze freeze archetype, just kind of cool. Um, I see potential, and and unfortunately, the potential. Is like standard potential right now you know or tier five in wild like hey this this is going to be an achievement deck 
Uh, and I like the idea. It's just one of those, um, you know, this is my beast druid. Like it, it's going to need a lot of support before it's, it's going to be good. So, I mean, could you put it in a deck like LPG mage? If you're only running like one spell, you know, and my spell is, is Luna's pocket galaxy, but like that deck runs other spells, not a lot, but it runs mm-hmm. ice block. It runs, uh, the one that draws three cards and discard spells. Um, and so there, you know, you could do that, but you have to change the way that the deck is formulated. Otherwise, there's a chance that you're going to whiff. If I play this and I draw Ice Block, I'm kind of sad. Uh, so I I like it. I'm giving it a one because I personally don't feel like it fits very well anywhere in Wild. I, I think that the, the card itself is strong. I mean, really, like the stats are great. Uh, three mana, two, three, it draws you a spell. That's great. It's draw on a stick. Um, you know, the, the, it, but it feels like a play around. Like if you want the payoff of, you know, three mana, uh, plus summon two one ones, like that's cool. Um, but what are, I guess my question is what are the frost spells? Do you guys know? I don't know off the top of my head. Uh, I, I will look it up, but sheep, what do you think? So this is kind of one of the utility cards for that new archetype. Uh, I'm going to call it Frost Mage instead of Freeze Mage to kind of differentiate the two, right? Because it's, you know, it's a value card, but it's generating tempo, but it's understated. But if you look at it more as a, you know, if you're only running Frost spells, then, and and so thus guaranteeing it, then it's a three mana four five okay (laughs) that's a little different Mm -hmm. they are elementals so you know if you're running frost lich jaina those elementals freeze those elementals can be pinged and those elementals uh can be pinged to to generate water elementals and those elementals themselves freeze the board which enables you to get the flow caster um you know which you can then you know continue to develop your own board while freezing your opponents cool good fun this is more of the the utility card for that that not um you know well articulated um, archetype yet if that archetype ends up becoming a thing you probably run this card but unlike flowcaster where if that archetype doesn't become a thing you can probably brute force flowcaster into playability anyway um frostweave dungeoneer needs to be like hard run into that archetype because you're you're probably only running frost spells if that's the case so um i'm gonna go with a one because this is for wild and i and i don't know that we're gonna really be able to get there but uh, as with what we currently have right um so i i i can see that down the line being you know that that frost mage becoming a thing and thus frostweave dungeoneer would be part of that that um archetype we would run that but since it's not that archetype yet i'm I'm going hard in on the one and it may change (laughs) what do you think hydra i we're sitting here typing in chat (laughs) hydra tell them about the discussion that we're having because this is interesting yeah Yeah, 
yeah, the idea was uh, Kenry had had mentioned if that you do draw ice block that it, it it does work because ice block is a frost spell and so we we did a little research and we were all looking it up and yes ice block is a secret and it is also a frost spell so this is most definitely a tutor for ice block if that is specifically what you're looking for i'm sure you may be running other frost spells but confirmed Ice block is a frost spell, so you can draw your ice block if you're looking to stall. I feel like this would be going in maybe a couple different decks. This could be a longer game deck, as you mentioned, where you have Frost Lich, Jaina. You know, you can use the one ones. You can draw your ice block. I mean, at that point in time, if you got Frost Lich, Jaina, you might be healing already. You know, with your life steal mm-hmm. elementals, but uh, I think it could go. Definitely in a deck where you're going along with Frostlitch Jaina, maybe an Arena style deck of that type. I think that's very fun. I think there's probably better ways to play Reno Mage, uh, <laughs> other than uh, this style. If you're going this way, but it does. If 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 you're playing Reno Mage and you have a Frost spell, you are looking to to find um, your Ice Block, and this is exactly how you can find it. So, um, and it's a, a battle cry straight up. It's not frenzy or anything mm-hmm. like that. So I think tutor cards are good. I think if you're looking to want to have that ice block in like a Reno style deck or you're waiting to combo off, this is exactly how you could do it. I mean, I wouldn't use it in a deck maybe where you got Ray of Frosts and Frost Novas and everything. Oh, if like- you're... Uh, not no, I mean not if you're looking to to look for your ice block specifically, ice specifically block. because now you're diluting the pool. But if if yes, if you're playing a, a deck where you are trying to draw those as well, hey, guess what? This draws it too. So I think tutor cards are good. Oh, I don't know how high I could score this. It, I mean, it's definitely understated, yeah. but it does it it it, it does tutor. I'm going to go outside the box and actually give this a three. Yeah, uh, the body is good. Worth, I mean, worth, the, worth noting, it says battle cry draw a spell if it's a frost spell. If, so it doesn't say that's OK. Well, it's a so. build around, right? So you yeah. you would have to run this in a deck that either is running all frost spells like in standard frost mage or you run it in a very specific deck in wild like lpg where you're gonna either pull um i think you're trying to pull like, something specific with it like, yeah you like, right yeah you either pull ice like, block or you pull uh luna's pocket galaxy or something specific yeah i mean the body is good i uh admittedly i was looking at the wrong page i was looking at freeze and not frost whoops <laughs> um i I, I, I'm not sure. My big problem as somebody who plays a lot of secret mage uh, is that I prefer to pay zero for my secrets rather than three. And so drawing <laughs> drawing uh, an, an ice block and then having to play it for three mana, I don't really like so much. Not a free freeze mage card. I mean, it's not a secret mage card. Not a secret mage card. Yeah, well, no, no. I just, uh, you know, but even in like in... in in Reno LPG, like it runs Mad Scientist, right? Uh, mm-hmm. At least I think it does. Mm-hmm. 
because like I don't want to pay mana for my ice block. I I, I well, like the card. Part. I mean, I I like the card. I'm just being uh, contrary now. Yeah, so. I'm, just, I'm I'm gonna give it the benefit of the doubt, uh, thinking that this is gonna be able to tutor what what we want, and we're only gonna play it in specific decks that we're looking for certain things. It's definitely interesting. I I like that. Okay, well let's let's move on though. We've got one more mage <laughs> card uh, called Shattering Blast. Again, this is a frost spell, three mana, destroy all frozen minions. Uh, the flavor is super cool. It's got yeah. Varden on the art. Uh, unfortunately, so the way I look at this, it's a t- again, it's a two cost or two card combo, one sided board clear. Uh, as a mouthful, I play Frost Nova and then I play Shattering Blast and I destroy their board, but like. I don't really like that because it requires me to have both of these cards in my hand. That being said, again, the the prior card, you know, if I play Frostweave Dungeoneer and it's drawing my Frost spells, then maybe I can tutor for this type of thing. Uh, For me personally, it feels pretty standard and not something I really want to do in Wild. Like in Wild, I want to figure out how I can kill my opponent. And in the type of mage deck that would play this, like I, I'm just I'm wanting to stall until I can OTK with Mozaki or something like that. And you know, this is an interesting two card combo board clear, but like, I, you really need that tutor to get these. Now, if I'm running two copies of a Frostweave Dungeoneer and it's pulling me. You know, two copies of it's gonna get my um, Frost Nova and Shattering Blast. That's cool, but like, I don't really see that happening because I'm probably running other Frost cards as well if I'm playing uh, a, a Frost deck. So I don't know. A lot like, of spells. Yeah, this is this is cute. Can you imagine top decking this though? Like you're trying to <laughs> kill your opponent, or like, you know, you you get a random mage spell. And it says destroy all frozen minions. You're like, great, great. What am I going to do with this? So, <laughs> I, I mean, this belongs in a very specific mage deck. Yeah. Um, and I love the flavor and the art is cool. And this is not something that we play in wild. I, at least not me personally, I give it a, a, a very sad one. Cheap. Yeah, I'm I'm on the same page as you are. Like the. Uh, way that i see some sort of a this is one of the payoff cards for that frost mage deck but it's not the kind of payoff that we want we want payoff where it discounts things and gives us tempo this is more of a control you know thing um a, a control tool a control payoff card um and that's not a bad thing i mean frost has that freezing effects have historically been just that controlly things like a uh, hydra earlier mentioned frost nova the doomsayer what we want to do now is frost nova keep them frozen and drop our own own tempo this could be one piece of that puzzle but it kind of seems like this is something for standard to kind of give them some frost spells and and frost energies that you know, maybe that ends up being, if that becomes a thing, something that we end up playing in that deck in wild, but 
we have way more ways of continuing to freeze the board and I don't need to worry about <laughs> the way that I want to do it is I want to um, just completely leave the board up just frozen and continue developing things. So I don't think that I would run this in my little frost uh, frost mage package. And this is just kind of a standard card to hold them over until they, they get other more kind of tempo and, and finisher type payoffs. Um, so for me, this is a one as well. It's a, it's got possibility. The flavor's awesome. The art is amazing. <laughs> what do you think, Aja? Well, not only does this card rely on the fact that you've been able to freeze your opponent's board, but slower decks in wild mage decks are generally like a Reno deck, right? So we're running one ofs. And so now we're hoping that we got this. We don't have duplicates. We're hoping that we got the other freeze ability, right? So that narrows the field even more of like whether we're going to have this and whether we're going to have the other freeze effect. It, 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 it's just, it's, it, we're looking for the stars to really align for this to work. And while three mana destroy everything on your opponent's board is amazing, it's so conditional. Like, like we're looking at playing it in a one of deck. It, if, unless we have a control style that comes up where we're playing two ofs, where we're not running Reno, that's not what we're doing. So, eh, sorry, card bad. One, it's so powerful too, though. Destroy everything. Like, rip Big Priest, kill your board. Hey, wait, they'll just bring it back, right? <laughs> yeah, it's, it doesn't it's say one. banish all frozen minions to the shadow realm. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Poof says, right? That is. Oh uh -huh. man, if we could get, yeah, if we, it had... should just say three meta Poof. <laughs> Let's do that. That'd be glorious. <laughs> oh man, that's great. I love it. Three meta. So, poof. what score do you give that, Hydra? That was a one. A one. Cool. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Even uh, though it has a really, really powerful effect. And trust me, there's going to be the odd time where I discover it. I emote and then I play it. <laughs> In that order. Yes. <laughs> I like it. All right. We're, we are moving on to Paladin. Uh, first up is uh, Paladin Secret. This is a one mana holy spell called Judgment of Justice. Secret. When an enemy minion attacks, set its attack and health to one. Whew, okay. Uh, I kind of like this, actually. Paladin has got some pretty interesting secrets. Um, I, uh, I I think it's pretty okay. I think it's better in Standard than in Wild, because I, like, I, I really like um, Get Down, whatever it's called. <laughs> yeah, Noble Sack. Noble Sack, and I like Avenge. You know, those are like probably always my favorite secrets. Oh My Yog is probably the best paladin secret that ever existed and uh you know the, yeah there's some anti-synergy with noble sack i think uh this is a holy spell so that you can tutor it with uh, some of the existing paladin minions uh it's definitely interesting like i feel like this could be strong in the right build the problem is like when you pull this from a sword or something and like 
especially early game and they're attacking with their little you know one cost minion anyways and then it sets its attack and health to one it's like eh. in a some kind of control version like i the potential is there like i'd love to discover this you know discover a paladin secret and this one i discover and like cool you're uh eight eight giant is now a one one like i like that um but i'm not quite sure you know maybe if secret paladin comes back i really i think it's cool part of me really thinks that like i need to test it and see the effect clearly is strong the problem is when it whiffs like i saw a meme earlier talking about mutanas that's like, okay, if it eats your opponent's 10-10, that's great. If it eats a 1-1, that sucks. And that's kind of the same way I feel about this card. And, you know, maybe you just have to be judicious about when you play it. Uh, I definitely think there's potential. I gave it a 2 because Secret Paladin in Wild is pretty fringe. We saw a lot of testing with it in the early you know, days of this new expansion. And then it kind of went away as other better classes developed, but the card in and of itself has a pretty strong effect. So I, I like it. Um, Sheep, what do you think? I really, really, really want to like judgment of justice. Like think of it kind of as a paladin, freezing trap except instead of the minion going to hand it just you know if it's attacking into another minion then it dies right because the enemy minion turns into a 1-1 before it hits and then if it doesn't you know hit another minion then no it doesn't die but now it's just a 1-1 sitting on the board you, if you set this up kind of like Freezing Trap, where you isolate like a big minion, then mm-hmm. you're going to be hitting something big. Yeah. I just don't like. I don't think that this is the card that'll have Secret Paladin get there when all of the support cards that I mean, I myself thought were we're going to get Secret Paladin up there. And, and, and wild in particular and just it didn't happen um, and I don't think that Judgment of Justice has it take that next leap so while I think that it's really strong and that it has that kind of freezing trap like effect especially if you can uh, set it up right you know obviously rush is pretty prevalent so you may not be able to guarantee it but you know you can at the very least make them have a rush minion in order to, to have them play around it like they would with freezing trap um i'm really i really like this card in a vacuum i just don't know where we would ever run it because the card itself is good and and the card itself is strong i can't go down to a one so i'm gonna go with a two but i i just don't see a home for this right now um that's unfortunate because i i really really like it what do you think hydra well i think one thing that we like to look at always is cost of cards and secrets in Paladin always cost one. We've got odd Paladin. I don't think this goes in that deck because a lot of times you're clearing off the one ones, right? So big deal. Something trades into your one, one, maybe you kill something. 
whatever. Um, I think it's... I'm going to put it in sort of a fringe playable category where, you know when you're mage and you like to maybe not go the exact secret mage meta and you'll throw in like a potion of polymorph or you're throwing something really silly just to kind of mess with people? I think that's when you play this card. Hmm. I don't think that necessarily this is a great card, but I do think it's good. I do think you can confuse people if you're running this in your deck. I think you'll get a few wows uh, because <laughs> nobody, no one's running it. So I think that's a fringe playability, and fringe playability for me is a two, so I'm going to give this card a two. Delightful. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, next up is the weapon. This is called Seed Cloud buckler this is a super random name i wonder if this is like a wow <laughs> item uh anyways this is a three mana two three with death rattle give your minions divine shield uh i like this i think this is actually pretty strong we were kind of debating whether or not this goes in odd paladin uh the idea of giving all of your minions divine shield is very cool when you can develop a large board very easily uh, three mana, two three weapons seems pretty good to me. Um, I I think this card is is pretty strong. Uh, my biggest issue with this card is that Odd Paladin right now the lists are so refined that I'm not sure what you cut to play this because all of the three drops like there's only a couple right. I'm playing the Carnival Barker that are gonna buff my one ones or I'm playing. Steward of Darkshire, which most people don't even play anymore, that will give them Divine Shield right off the bat. Or I'm playing um, uh, Mustard, uh, <laughs> Mustard, for, Mustard battle, for Battle. That's a th you know three mana. So like I really struggle. Like what do I pull to play this? But I think that there's definitely potential. Um, I. I feel like it's I feel like it's strong. I think a four would be too high of a score. I wanna give it a three. Like I think it's solid. I think it's a solid card. Um I'll just go with that. I, I'm a little bit conflicted and I'm curious to to hear what you all have to say about this. Sheep. If this was a battle cry, I would be right there with you. If it was a battle cry, I'd give it a five. Like, I, I <laughs> yeah. you know. But but it's a death rattle. Yeah, that's fair. Well, and that's the thing. With with three, uh, three uses, yeah. or whatever you want to call it, three durability, that makes it hard to, to, to pop. So. Yeah, so if you play this on three, then you do something. Then you play, you know, let's say you're Odd Paladin. You push the button. You play double loss in the jungle on four. Let's say none of those die, and then you uh, play quartermaster on five. Okay, cool. Yeah, that's kicking rad. Like that—that's the you know kind of best case Ontario there, right? Um, I love it. Thank you for a Trailer Park Boys reference. <laughs> You're so welcome. <laughs> <laughs> but is that ever gonna happen? Like. Like maybe once ever, I'm being hyperbolic, but it's that's the high roll. And if if your opponent isn't killing your 
your dudes, then they're playing against dude paladin in- incorrectly. Um, or or they just bricked, in which case you don't need the, the divine shields on your minions anyway. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yeah, if, if this wasn't a death rattle, I would be much higher on Seed Cloud Buckler. I'm going to go hot take and I'm going to go one. I think it's in actuality a two because I think it's a, a pretty strong effect, even if it is way, way, way too slow. So uh, I'm going to give it a one. It's it's probably a two, but what do you think, Hydra? Well, the fact that it's a death rattle and a, not a battle cry is unfortunate. We're not seeing, unless someone's running Zephyr's, um, a lot of weapon hate. So I feel like you don't have to pop it when you don't want to pop it, right? Like you can pop this effect when you want. It's basically up to you in this meta, right? Unless you're versing Aggro Druid, who's running what is the... But even even that only steals one durability, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So um, Blood Sail Corsair, is that the guy? Yeah. Um, but so it, it's basically up to you when this procs. You do have three charges, so yes, you have to go through those. Oh, but guess what? It's still a weapon that is doing you service in the meantime. So I I think it's a little higher than what Sheep says. I do think you're a little in more control of it. I don't think the death rattle is that bad of a thing. And one thing that I will say is it's a common card. And so if there's anybody out there that's building a budget version of Odd Paladin, they're getting into maybe Wild for the first time, it's something that you could open. Well, I guess you're getting it from from this, or you can open it from the packs. It's a cheap card, and yeah. you could slot it into your deck. And so I think I think it's pretty decent. Do I think it's a four or a five? Absolutely not. But do I think that you can play it in a meta deck? Can you get away with it? Yes. So I think it's a three. I think that's fair. I remember when Lethraxian came out and we were debating on whether or not that's good enough to play in Odd Paladin. And, you know, now it's a staple, right? Uh, but it's a persistent effect. This is yeah. this is difficult to trigger. I, I like the idea of budget-friendly cards for mm-hmm. people like my son who don't have you know, as thorough of a collection or something that want to experiment with this, like, cool. I like budget options. That makes sense. Uh, it's interesting. It's a uh, schmoopy daddy points out. It kills flak mage. Uh, yeah. He also, <laughs> he also pointed out that you can pop this by playing muster for battle after you play this, but like, then you're just with play, play why? six mana so, to yeah, do, yeah, to do that. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I'll go with the Flak Mage one, but That's, I don't know about that playing uh, Mustard for Battle. It's a little sus. <laughs> could also play Valonir. Well, hey, I you mean, could run Bl- Blingtron and you could pop it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 all right, all right. Uh, next up is Party Up. This is a seven mana rare spell. It says summon five two two adventurers with random bonus effects. Uh. This is cute. When I don't know if you guys saw the dev video that was uh, Liv Breeden and some guy. I don't remember his name. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I liked uh, him. It was a good video. Um, 
and they they showed the effects of these adventurers like thematically it's wonderful if i am playing dungeons and dragons unfortunately i'm playing hearthstone and <laughs> uh seven, by and 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 this is wild you know the reality of this is like this is not what i want to play on turn 7 now granted okay one will have taunt and one will have rush and one will have poison and like the flavor is super cool the art is is absolutely rad uh but this card is so stinking slow that like and and i've got excellent board clears in wild that like cool you can play party up and then i'm going to play psychic scream uh sorry I, actually what i mean is wow really wow <laughs> i i give this a 1 uh, if I had to score it on flavor or artwork or theme or anything like that, it's brilliant. I love it. Uh, playability for me is a one sheep. Yeah. I, I love the art of all the adventures too, like in the, the different possibilities. So, so the, the possibilities that, cause it says random effects, uh, those can be spell damage plus one taunt poisonous divine shield, wind fury, stealth rush and lifesteal. And if you got to choose, like, like either each individual one or you know one effect for all of them, and it was like discover, you know, and 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 you get three options for all of these, and you could be like, oh, cool, I have five two twos with divine shield, okay, or oh, they've all got rush, and I can deal with my opponent's board, or oh, they they have poisonous, and I can drop broom, or. You know, stealth, and I actually get to preserve my board, maybe. Um, then maybe this wouldn't be a one, but it is. <laughs> what do you think, Hydra? Um, it was Matt London, by the way, is the name of the guy who was oh, in the video with Liv Frieden. We like you, Matt. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just thought I'd shout out there, Matt London. Um, the card, though? Ugh. <laughs> you know i would play it if it said summon five two two adventures with random bonus effects and rush and rush yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they all get rush um unfortunately turn seven wild we're gonna get a bunch of two twos sorry ain't, ain't happening um uh this is a fun card they even named it fun says party up <laughs> but <laughs> I'll love it in Tavern Brawl. I'll love to discover it. Uh, like, and actually, I won't. I won't love to discover it. That's that's a lie. I can't even <laughs> lie about that. Yeah. It, 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 sorry, it's it's a one. I think it's really neat. I think it's cool. Maybe I'll get to play it for free one day, and then it'll be super awesome. But that is a one from myself. Ah, uh, sad paladins. Okay. Let's move on to Priest. So first up, uh, we have the Cleric of Anshi. This is a one mana, one, two with a battle cry. If you've restored health this turn, discover a spell from your deck. Uh, this is cute. And I think that there's possibility here. Do I? Okay, let me ask a, let me ask a question discover a spell from your deck that then 
pulls it from my deck then, right? Yeah, it's not yes. a copy. This is not this is not discover it's a not copy. Sh- this is not shadow visions. Yeah, this is the other one. Okay. Uh, you know, this is interesting. My question is like mm, do I try this out in Reno Priest to get the spell that I'm looking for? Like if I've played Raza, cool, I can heal for zero. Or I've seen some new Reno Priest builds that are experimenting with Zyrella, which uh, I've played some of, and frankly, I don't think it's good enough because you end up with crappy heal spells that you wouldn't normally run. <laughs> um, I, I, having tried it now, I feel like I've bricked more than I did historically with my just draw-heavy cycle version. Um, the, the, sta- the, the effect is potentially pretty good. Uh... That being said, it's conditional, right? So if I haven't played Raza, then I actually have to hero power. So this is a three mana, one, two, discover a spell. Um, yeah. I don't know. I I, I think it's interesting. Uh, I, I want to give it a two. I think the effect has potential. Uh, I, I'm not sold in like, I, I don't know. You know, when I compare this to, um, the other one mana, uh, card that we play in priest, and I can't think of the name off the top of my head, but it's the one mana one, three that draws a card when you heal. Uh, mm, yeah. I think cleric. Yeah. Cleric. I think that I would rather the Northshire variety. Northshire. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Northshire. I'm, I'm old. You guys, you have to give me a break it's friday it's been a long week uh i know what it looks mm-hmm. like you slept for only like four or five hours maybe affirmative that is that is correct uh i think that i would rather draw a card than discover a spell from my deck but maybe not this is interesting and i want to test it I, i'm not convinced yet but it i think it has potential uh that's that's i think where i'm gonna leave it sheep what do you think so, um, wow, I'm drawing a blank on, on the, the core set card, but it's a um, it, it's in the core set. It's a two-mana spell that has the same effect, but without the condition, right? Yeah, so it's just a discover a spell. Well, and, yeah. yeah, and in Reno Priest, we're running both, right? We're running oh, Shadow yeah. Visions, and we're running... Um, oh, yeah. Same with Big Priest. Yeah, yeah. somebody, what is it? Uh, you guys know what it's... Oh, hold on, I'll just Google it, but someone in chat will probably figure it out quicker than... So, so this is a more conditional version of that card that comes with a stick. But that stick is only a 1-2. And it the the condition, you know, yeah, if, if you've played Raza, cool, then that doesn't cost any more mana. But if you've played Anduin... Suddenly it, no good. Yeah, all of a sudden you need to rely on another card rather than just your hero power... And I don't see any place that Cleric of Anshi fits in Wild outside of Raza Priest. So I'm I'm gonna go with the one. It's a powerful effect, but we already have that effect elsewhere that's less conditional. So for me it's a one um for Wild. What do you think, Hydra? Yeah, my problem with this is there's only one deck it can possibly go in right now. And that is that it's Raza Priest. And it already has 
in my opinion, better ways to do this. If you can um, thrive of shadows, as Nate uh, has just pointed out to me, and uh, <laughs> and and like the, like we can we can already do this for two mana without a condition, right? So why rely on having another way to do it? Like oh, you could renew or something to combine it with and discover a spell at the same time. It just seems like it's too much work. It's too much work. We already have better one drops. I think that it's just a card made for standard and they made it a one, two because they're getting rid of all the good one threes. I mean, <laughs> I, I want to play devil's advocate a tiny bit from a Raza priest degenerate player. I've hit legend with it more times than I'd like to admit I would run both. Like if I'm, I'm gonna play, uh, I'm gonna play Thrive in the Shadows, and I'm gonna play uh, the other two mana spell, whatever it's called, and I'm gonna play Cleric of Anshi, uh, because thinning my deck is good. You know, it helps me mm -hmm. cycle, and mm -hmm. and I'm I'm okay with that, and it helps me find answers. Like, so I guess the question is, what do you what do you replace to to stick right. this in, and so. It's probably cleric, uh, or it could be um, the two mana one one draw card, whatever it's called. Novice engineer. Novice, Novice. engineer. Yeah. So I I don't know. I mean, I I'll test it. I'm happy to See, test it out. I, I will. No. I'll I'll do it. Um, the biggest thing is novice engineer gets it every time. Not yeah, a novice engineer draws you a card. Now this discovers a spell. So this I feel like if you're seeing like an aggro meta, then maybe this is good because you can you know, typically your spells are board clear centric. Yeah, yeah. So hmm. Or heal. You know, yeah. Which is also good. Like <laughs> Yeah, so I uh, I mean there's some potential. Um yeah, it's interesting. I uh, I'm fine with your guys' scores. I think uh, I'm I, I'm really curious, and I, I will report back. I'll, I'm happy to test this out and report back. Yeah, I, I think that it will be tested, and I think, well, as somebody who hasn't played a whole lot of Raza Priest, I, just on you know playing against it and and whatnot, and observing other people play it, I feel like it will get played, but will probably be removed as it's not the best but it's definitely going to be tried so it's gonna land at a two for me as played in a meta deck but i, I do think it's 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 gonna be on on the side as a little a little fringe because i don't I, I don't think it's the best yeah uh, okay, next up is Devout Dungeoneer. This is the three mana, two, three. Uh, minion Battlecry, draw a spell. If it's a holy spell, reduce its cost by two. We talked about this a little bit last week um, in terms of, uh, you know, is it good? Is it not? Um, this was one of the early card reveals. Uh, one thing that I neglected to look at was what are the holy spells so let me i want to pull these up real quick i think again maybe this is one that uh 
if we're going to play the Zyrella version of Reno Raza Priest, that maybe this fits that because there's more holy mm-hmm. spells of the healing. Like Desperate Prayer is a holy spell. We run that in the Zyrella version. Holy Smite is a holy spell. Uh, Renew is a holy spell. Condemn is a holy spell. Those go in that version. Um, uh, so there's some potential there. I Those don't... all being very cheap cards anyway. They are. You know, they, they are. And I don't know. Power Word Shield, okay, is, is one. Um, Penance is one. So there's actually a fair amount of uh, cards that this could hit in, in your Reno Priest. Um, Light Bomb, but nobody really plays that anymore. So, uh, you know, this, this again is one for me that kind of warrants testing. Like if I can draw a spell and reduce it, that's cool. But like Hydra was saying, these holy spells that you run in those decks, like half the reason they're running the deck is because they cost one mana or zero mana. So when you're having a machine gun turn, like you can play them all for super cheap and OTK. And so if I have a one mana spell on turn 10 and now it costs zero, like who cares? Uh, <laughs> right. <Ooh>. I mean, <laughs> I uh, again, I, I you know this is cute, and yeah. I I will test it. I'm a little perturbed because like my Reno priest is all blinged out in gold, and like I don't particularly want to craft these last two cards in gold. <laughs> so I I don't think that you're gonna have to. <laughs> <laughs> For this one in particular. Yeah, I gave it a two, by the way. I don't know if I said that. I, I think it w- warrants testing. Do I actually think that it's probably going to be that good? I mean, my my final take on that is that I've played the Zyrella version of Reno Priest. It's cute. I've played the regular version of Reno Priest, and uh, frankly, I just think it's stronger. Um, you know, can you be a, a meme lord and play Reno Jackson and then Zyrella? Like, yes. And that's something that you'll do once and be pat yourself on the shoulder and think that it's the greatest thing. And then that, that urge having been satisfied, you won't need to do it anymore because it's not very good. Uh, (laughs) I don't know. Sheep. What do you think? So, you know, what discounts more than two (laughs) palm reading when you have more than two spells in hand. (laughs) Yeah. Also costs three mana. Uh huh. Yeah. And palm reading is a shadow spell. So if you're running palm reading in your deck as well, yeah. then Devout Dungeoneer is less consistent because you're running cards that are not holy cards in your deck. You're still getting a draw, and it's, it's still tutored as in it being a spell. But if you're not getting the effect of it being discounted by two, I... I don't think that, like, I think that that list is so tight that I don't think that Devout Dungeoneer makes the cut. Yeah, what um, would you, what would you cut to pull this? Is, is exactly. And exactly. I mean, I will say thinning your deck is good, right? When people used yes. to ask why, yeah. why oh, is, yeah. why is patches good? Uh, because you don't want it in your deck, right? It's hey, that I thin out my deck, then I get the cards that I do want. And so mm-hmm. there's that upside, but. Yeah, and and the upside, you, you do get to, 
It's targeted draw, but it's still just draw. So I think that novice engineer makes the cut more than devout dungeoneer does because you can get it out earlier. You can chain it together better with machine gun turns. Um, you know, it's less of a board presence, but you're, that's not why you're playing novice engineer or devout dungeoneer. Um, I just... In Wild in particular, there are a number of things that already have a very similar effect that are more effective at doing it in that particular build. So I, I'm going to go with the one because that, that's only really the that's really the only archetype that I think that Devout Dungeoneer would go in, and I think that 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 list is so tight that you don't want to cut anything for it um because the other things kind of do it a little bit better um so that's just my two three cents <laughs> what do you think Hydra? well uh i fully agree with the whole palm reading thing three mana reduces stuff in your hand uh absolutely amazing i'm gonna the only thing I'm I, that I do like is that it does come with a stick. Uh, when you're playing palm reading and you are looking to reduce your hand, you're stalling against an aggressive deck. Uh, palm reading doesn't do you any good because yes, you're getting closer to what you hopefully can do and are trying to do, but. Um, at the same time, you did nothing that turn. Mm -hmm. And so what I do like is the fact that it does have a stick. It is on the board. Um, it, it did its job. It also drew you a spell. And if it drew the one that you wanted, you did get the discount. So I can't give it a one based on that. I think that it does give you some board presence uh, in that situation where you're drawing on turn three or instead of playing palm reading, I'd love, I, I would play, I would play palm reading before I played this, but I do think it does have that benefit. So I can't give it a one. I'm going to give it a two. Fair. All right. Uh, let's yeah. do our last priest card. This is called against all odds. This is a five mana. Holy spell. <laughs> it says destroy all, all odd attack minions. This is an odd card. Oh, uh, is it? it is. You could run it with Baku. Uh, yes. I, this is weird for me. Okay. This is my favorite art in the set. Hands down. I love this artwork. The high res version is gorgeous. The effect is so weird. Like I, I, I can't like, I'm at a loss for words because it's so <laughs> I can't think of anything good to say. Like, it's so random. When are you going to want, like, I'd rather there's so many better board clears than this. I, yeah. I will probably get this artwork and print it out and make a poster out of it because it's so stinking cool. And it's a one. Yeah. You were talking about the art. <laughs> yeah. If, if against all odds cost three, then I think I'd probably give it more than a one. It's holy, so that's good. It's got that going for it. It's just so expensive, and it's 
If there's, for example, Gin on the board, that's a 6-5. Nope, doesn't kill Gin. Doesn't matter. It's fine. Um, but those Silverhand recruits, they go down. I don't know. It's just, it's like you said, it's so weird. Um, obviously, what you want to be doing is wave of apathy against all odds on like a big board. Like You that's... found it for me. I was trying to Google the name of the card. Wave, wave of apathy yeah that that's the high roll like that that's the dream for the card right that's that's what you hope to happen but that's a two card combo for something that like um uh shadow word ruin could do for cheaper they do have to be fiber above but like let's be real if they're lower than that then you don't have to worry too hard yet i don't know it's it's weird i'm gonna go with the one because because there are other ways that you could do it for cheaper well um, let me let me ask a question right what decks would would you know struggle or what are these tier one decks and the deck that i'm afraid of is like dark glare and it's a bunch of eight eights right <laughs> yeah. And, mm -hmm. and that doesn't help. This doesn't help me at all. And two like, ones and two threes. Yeah. So I, I don't think that it's like, you know, cool. Like so, you, you can, you can beat up odd paladin with their one ones <laughs> and three threes and five fives. But like, it's such an odd build around. <laughs> mm. So I, I think that the deck that wants to be playing this is, um, res priest right it is big priest because you can run blood of cahoon which is an eight eight and um crap you're uh, seven seven th that one's a seven seven but you're okay with that dying because you still end up having you know a, a taunt in the way and um the only other one that that you run is the um wow the the free one that that we all got the two six right or any two five five that comes out true True, true, true. Yeah. But as Res Priest, you're okay with those things going into your um, graveyard because then you can resurrect them and you can get that train rolling. You're kind of okay with that. Um, obviously, you're not going to do it to intentionally kill only your own minions. You're, you're going to do that <laughs> whenever you can actually hit a big board. And it's still super conditional and still not good. And that, but But that's the only deck that I can see maybe jamming it in and it's still not great so that's this kills your own minions too like uh, yeah if yeah. they're odd if they're odd <laughs> yeah. so just get some regular minions come on <laughs> what do you think about against all odds hydra i think it really is like totally against all odds i'm not running this card like at all like it, it, it until there's some sort of zero mana make all everything your opponent plays for the rest of the game odd cost i mean or odd attack i don't feel like this is like you're basically risking this running running it in general like there are so many better board clears that you're hoping like oh let's see if uh you know they've got odd attack and cool like <laughs> like it, it it just seems like you're asking so much for this to actually work and it's an epic which is 
I guess, typical of Epic's being a little weird. Um, so <laughs> that's great. I, I like how you said weird and not odd. Yeah, <laughs> that's can't. Yeah, but uh, yeah. Sorry, priest. You know, it's it's the standard literally standard let's add a board clear to priest so not good not being played in wild unless something really strange happens it's a one yeah all right well let's move on from priest uh and uh get on to rogue first up is water moccasin this is a three mana two five beast stealth has poisonous while you have no other minions uh, you know, this is interesting. Um, I don't really have anything better to say about it. I mean, it's it, the stats are fine. I'm not quite sure what you play it in. Like, I in wild, that's the problem that I see. Like, I like the only thing I can see is like like maybe odd rogue. But like, what what would I pull out from odd rogue to stick this in the three spot? Is super tight. Like there's some really good cards that cost three and this is not one of them. And like the, the poisonous condition is very well difficult to like. I'm trying to not say odd. (laughs) (laughs) What's interesting to me is like the, this has conditional poison and so some turns it will have poisonous some turns it won't like what no no nah, that's cool uh i'll pass this is a one for me sheep yeah if, if the condition was something that was that you wanted to happen and not something that you didn't want to happen then this would maybe be more advantageous right would it be good as a three mana two five stealth poison? Maybe. Oh, yeah. I mean, it would be it would be better. I still don't know that we would play it. <laughs> right. That's my question. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. I. I don't know. I always ask myself, I, like, am I missing something? Like, I look at it. And my first instinct is this card sucks. Like. I, and I, when I say that, I say it in my my brain. I hear it in Slizzle's voice. Uh, this card sucks. This card sucks. This card sucks. Uh, and that's what I think of when I see this card. Uh, and then and then you know I'm start second guessing. Like, did I miss something really cool? Probably no. not. You know, it's it's good to have some weaker cards. Yeah, this is a one. That's it's fine. It's good to have budget <laughs> options for people who don't have large card collections or things like like that. Maybe as yeah. well. Hydra, what do you think? Yeah, that's how I tend to look at it. Sometimes, if 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 this is something, maybe I would throw in. Now, this is this one for me. If I'm playing Odd Rogue on a free to play account, is an extreme. Maybe like I like, <laughs> I feel like I would craft you know try to get myself a hench clan thug or or something um this is just when you're putting you know pirates on the board and whatnot usually you have other things on the board so this is not going to have poisonous unless uh you've bricked on your draw 
and then okay but you're not planning on bricking on your draw right like, like that's not the point so this is like a backup plan oh this is the only guy i got on the board i guess cool he has he has um poisonous so it, it it's not ideal it's it's more defensive odd rogue is more of either an aggro to mid-range style of deck um this isn't something that i would i, w- I would put in it it's super cool i like it um i i think the fact that it's stealth and you can uh, keep it till you know you want to trade with it but you're not being proactive so you you can't even just keep this stealth and you know add more minions to the board and yeah it's just unfortunately not that great and it sounds really sad to give something that's a two five stealth poisonous for three mana one but i'm gonna give it a one the flavor is so weird you have a snake that's only poisonous some of the time what is that (laughs) and that's not what water moccasins are they're always poisonous (laughs) yeah Yeah. yeah, like as soon as he has friends suddenly he's not poisonous he doesn't want to protect his friends he stopped Uh, being toxic like come on All right, what do we got next? <laughs> uh, Savory Deviant Delight. This is a one-mana spell. It says, transform a minion in both players' hands into a pirate or a stealth minion. Uh, for those of you who are not aware, um, uh, we I saw somebody post on Twitter earlier this week. Uh, I, Jonathan Pines, I think his handle is Faluler or something like that who is big into the wow lore and savory deviate delight is indeed uh, a uh, uh, a spell or whatever in wow that when you or a food or something and when you eat it it transmogs your character into either a pirate or a ninja for an hour. Mm-hmm. And so like clearly this is a, a nod to the game. It's very cute. It's it's like it's it's right on. Uh the effect it's some interesting disruption. Um I would be interested in testing this out. I think in in the in the right um in the in the right deck this could be pretty cool. Uh, for one mana, it doesn't seem that bad. If I'm playing um, an aggressive rogue deck, like this doesn't go in Kingsbane, right? My question is, do I put it in Odd Rogue? I, you know, at the end of the day, it's probably not that great, but I would be interested in testing it if I'm running a, like a pirate package anyways. I don't mind getting a random pirate or a stealth minion for that matter in an aggressive rogue deck, knowing that I'm going to mess up my opponent's... Um, like if I'm seeing a bunch of combo, if I'm seeing Big Priest or Raza, uh, or if I'm seeing this degenerate warlock stuff, um, or combo druid type stuff, like hey, I don't, I don't mind messing up their synergies and getting a pirate or a stealth minion for myself. Uh, so I think this is interesting. Um, I don't think that it is necessarily meta, so I give it a two. Like I think it's fringe. Uh, we could test it and it could be like, wow, this is actually really good. Uh, most of me thinks that like, I think it was sheep was saying earlier, maybe it was Hydra. I don't know, is sort of, um, meta dependent, depending on what you're seeing. And we were talking earlier, like, if you're seeing a bunch of aggro, then you can run this. If I'm seeing a bunch of combo, then I can run this. Um, so yeah, uh, I give it a two. I think it's, I think it's interesting. The flavor 
<laughs> flavor uh is uh <laughs> is is very good sheep what do you think so i think that i'm gonna go with the one for savory deviant delight yeah it's it's good combo disruption it's good um you know for that but what i want to do whenever i'm playing any of the rogue decks that we've got now is being more proactive rather than reactive and this would take a minion that i'm running in my deck that i want to be running and removing it for something else it, it's a really powerful effect for disrupting combos but like i don't want to replace any of my own stuff um and I don't know it's it's a really interesting and fun and cool card it's just i want to be proactive rather than than reactive and I, I think with my rogue i, I want to beat them you know to, to getting by getting their health to zero before they do their combo rather than by <laughs> replacing the combo in their hand so that's where i'm at with savory deviant delight what do you think hydra I think you hit the nail on the head. When I play Rogue, I usually play it quite aggressively. And something I don't like to do is to try to tech too much against what I'm seeing, right? Like, I like to have my own game plan, let them force them to have the answer to what I am throwing at them. I like to be the aggressor. Let's load up the board, let's get that big weapon. Not oh, I'm going to spend one mana hoping I messed up your Reno. Fingers crossed, got the Reno. Like, like that's not what I'm looking to do. Amazing effect for one mana. Like, do not get me wrong. You can synergize with uh, having pirates or stealth minions. That's super cool. I think that if this is a combo heavy meta, you could definitely use it. But this is not something I would like to waste a slot on when i have my own game plan if 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 i am gonna run maybe something it would be with a body something like lotheb on turn five this is not the card for me so this is a super cool card it's gonna be fringe it's gonna be a two because there's a chance it has a home in a combo heavy meta or something where I really need to run it. So it is a great card. So it's, it's going to go for a two for me, even though I'm probably not going to use it. <laughs> Fair. All right. Uh, one last rogue card. This is called shroud of concealment. This is a three mana shadow spell. Draw two minions. Any played this turn gain stealth for one turn. Uh, this is interesting for me i think that there is definitely some potential here uh to ha have some busted combo potential the rogue decks that i see possibility for this card would be either mill rogue or mechathune uh that's and both of those are sort of fringe decks so i give this a two really for that reason i think that like the, the potential is interesting i mean draw two minions so it's a build around card, uh, but like, hey, this is interesting. If I want to play, uh, you know, Colite Oracle, and I don't have, you know, the ability to bounce it this turn, or I don't know, whatever. I don't know. It's targeted draw. I don't think it's that great. Like, I think that there's, 
I think that card draw is good. Three mana draw two minions seems pretty good. I don't know, almost don't even care about the stealth. Uh, I don't know, it, it seems interesting to me. Uh, definitely fringe though, I think. So it does a two for me. Sheep. Yeah, I, I think you hit all the, the high points on, on this one. It's two to draw um, and a, a powerful effect if you do actually play any of them. Mm -hmm. It's a pretty cool, cool effect. You know, the, hey, Mage plays Arcane Intellect just for draw two. Mm -hmm. This is <laughs> make, makes it targeted to minions. And then if you actually get to play any, it has an even further upside. That's awesome. I just don't know what I would be cutting to include this in in my deck. Like, do I do we run this in Kingsbane Rogue instead of Cutting Class? I I don't think so because because yeah. we want to be drawing for cheaper. Mm -hmm. Am I running this in Odd Rogue? M maybe. Do Shroud of Concealment get a Hinge Clan Thug swing with my face and start actually buffing to be able to hit face with Hinge Clan Thug? Maybe? I'm not sure exactly where the home for this card is. It's a really powerful effect. It's good draw. It's tutor draw, um, albeit with a pretty big umbrella. Um, and it has an upside for if you actually play them. So it's really powerful. I just can't see exactly where the home is, which is exactly why I am completely agreeing with you, Nate, that this is a two, um, because I don't see a meta deck that we in immediately plug this into. Milrogue, I guess, has some possibilities, but I think even that list is, is so tight that we want to either be bouncing or play things that, that we want to die. Like mm -hmm. the uh, th three mana with the death rattle that that uh, poops a, a minion onto your opponent's board. Um, we we want that to not have stealth, right? <laughs> yeah. So, uh, you mentioned uh, identity crisis for 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 rogue, and and I think that's kind of where shroud of concealment comes for me. It's it's a really powerful effect, and it's a really cool idea, and it's a really fun card. Just don't know what the home is for it in wild. What do you think, Hydra? I think Mill Rogue is the only home currently for this card, as as you mentioned. But um, like, am I actually going to run it? Probably not. Uh, like, what else are you going to possibly run run this in? Um, well, I think like it. it the, the problem is, it, so it has the condition of the fact it's three mana, right? And so. If you're gonna play something like cold lights or whatever, something cheap with it, then fine. But it, if we're gonna play this in a combo deck or something like that, we're gonna need the spare mana to actually play. Like if we're gonna conceal something, right? Like it, it, it's gonna. We're not gonna conceal like a big bad minion with a cool death rattle or whatever because it it, it costs too much. Like we can't actually play it so like I, I i fail to see where this actually goes for now right like oh cool we could draw an auctioneer and we could conceal it on what turn like how much does auctioneer cost now 
Six. <laughs> like so. Okay. Oh, cool. I guess we could prep this, then play auctioneer, and then go off. You know, the turn after. <laughs> like, I, don't I don't know. Like it seems like so forced, right? Like it. It, it just seems so so bad currently but there's got to be a home one day right I, now i think there's I, potential for mechathune because i'm only running a very small amount of minions it's mostly cycle i'm running uh anka and i'm running mechathune and i'm running um pyromancer and that's about it and so if i can pull those like that's cool but even then in that deck number one it's super fringe uh number two uh, you have hand size issues, so tutoring my my cards is cool, but even then, it's like, all right, well, I want to play Myra's to like burn through the rest of my deck after I get those. It like, it's a maybe. The deck yeah. is super fun. I, I won't say that it's super good. It's definitely fun. On on the basis of it's an arcane intellect sort of card like just by nature it's not a bad card right like agree like that you can't say it's bad based on on that alone and mm-hmm. there's a possible bonus to it and yeah. it, it's specific that it is minions right yeah. so you're you're looking for that exactly so i'm going to call it fringe playable uh which is a two i cannot say it goes in a curtain meta deck which would be a three, so it's going to be a two for me. Yeah, I, I completely agree. The better, better AI, even if you don't get the value of playing them that turn for the stealth, mm-hmm. it's going to find a home somewhere yeah. eventually. Agreed. Uh, All right, cool. Yeah. Hey, everybody, we're going to take a, a real quick break to use the restroom and feed the pets, and we'll we'll be right back. We still have. Shaman, Warlock, Warrior, and Neutral. Like, my goodness, who thought we could go this long on 35 cards? Uh, Yeah, you did. You did. All right. Well, uh, we will be back momentarily. Uh, I hope you guys hang out. We are breaking the card review into a couple of parts for easy listening digestion. So please uh, stay tuned to the next part of this episode. Thank you. More to be. Wild.